You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 222, Why Coaching Moms Matters with Molly Claire. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hello, Mama. Welcome back to the podcast. How's your November going? My 13-year-old Dahlia came up to me the other day and she said, I know it's only November, but I am so done with school. I'm like, oh boy, but maybe you can relate. Are you feeling a sense of boredom or dread or stuckness? Coaching can totally help with that and so much more, as you'll hear in my interview today with Master Coach Instructor Molly Clare. But first, I want to remind you of a new workshop I'm hosting on November 16th at noon Eastern. It's called The Three Keys to Less Drama at the Holidays, and it's all about how to have a more peaceful holiday with extended family. And I want to make this workshop as relevant to you as possible. So here's what I'm going to ask of you. If you are dreading the holidays because of some extended family drama that you're worried about, I want you to send me a brief email, direct message on Instagram, or even a voice message on Instagram and tell me about your situation. I will not share anything about you in the workshop, but I may use your scenario to illustrate how to have less drama around it. Okay, so my email address is pam at lessdramamoremama.com and my Instagram handle is at lessdramamama. Also, make sure you're subscribed to my email list so you get all the workshop details by going to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash subscribe. All right, on to today's interview with Molly Claire. Molly was my life coach back in 2018. And she was also one of my master coach instructors at the Life Coach School in 2020. I participated in her group program, the Coaching Collective, and then later was hired to be a coach in that program, which was a real treat. I'm always learning so much from Molly, and I'm so excited for you to meet her. Get this. She's a seven-figure business builder with a blended family of 10. She's an advocate for women in motherhood and believes they deserve unmatched support in this important endeavor. Molly has dedicated her life and business to helping women overcome their own limits, make the money they want, and have the time, freedom, and flexibility to be with the people in their lives that matter the most, especially the little ones. Molly loves to help new life and weight coaches make their first 10K as a coach while establishing a strong business foundation for the future. She's the author of The Happy Mom Mindset, the host of the Masterful Coach podcast, and enrollment for her newest program, Advanced Certification for Motherhood and Family Life Coaching, which you'll hear more about, is now open. So please enjoy this interview with Molly. Hi, Molly Claire. Welcome to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. Hello, this is so fun to be here because I've listened and I've been kind of in a different position when you were recording this and starting it. So this is a lot of fun. Yes, yes. So I was thinking about the history of our relationship and how you weren't my first coach, but you were definitely my first 
mindset coach. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I had had like a business coach and another, you know, kind of relationship coach, but you were my first mindset coach. And I consider you like my first, you know, mm-hmm. my first. And the favorite. I mean, <laughs> the favorite. obviously. <laughs> yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was, I was already a coach myself at that, mm-hmm. at that point when I hired you. And, you know, you helped me really get over my victim mentality when it was, um, when it came to my relationship with my ex-husband and, I, I looked back at some of like the emails that we sent back and forth to each other mm-hmm. and realized like you helped me in like within four months. Mm-hmm. We I was like over it. And then we started coaching on business stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you were actually coaching me the when I launched this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so fun to think back. And I remember going back and forth about it. And yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, bringing up sort of that victim mentality piece, it's such a challenging thing for all of us. Mm -hmm. And I don't think any of us are aware of the ways that we have it. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I think it was just it. I remember when we started working together and your, your just desire to shift your experience of that relationship was really there. And I think that's what really created the transformation in that four months, right? It has yes. to be there. Yeah. 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 So tell, give us a proper introduction. Tell us who you are right. and what you do and, and all yeah. the good things. So uh, I'm Molly Claire and I am a master life and business coach. I work with coaches who are building their businesses. So I started out working with moms mm-hmm. as well, as you know, and um, I wrote my book, The Happy Mom Mindset, and spent a lot of time as I was building my business, also training and teaching coaches. So that's kind of my background. And now I really help coaches to build a business. Oftentimes I do work with moms who are building a business to be able to really find that space of balance and prioritizing. And uh, I also, right now, we have open for enrollment and advanced certification that is really specifically for coaches who want to work with moms in some capacity, right? Just like you do, people that are parenting coaches. So I love all things coaches. I love supporting women and I am very well aware of the challenges of motherhood in particular and all of this. Yes. Tell us about your family. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I um, actually, most of the time building my business, I was um, in the single mom phase of kind of rebuilding my life after divorce as a single mom. And now I have a blended family. There are 10 of us total. God bless. I was telling Pam that she, as she brought that up, as we were chatting before about sharing some of the challenges. And I said, that could be a series. <laughs> there are a lot of challenges, right? Because I mean, in reality, I'm, most of your listeners, I would imagine can relate. Even the, when you have one child, it's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's challenging. It's a lot. It's a lot. And so sometimes I have people say, oh, wow, I don't know how you do it. One is enough for me. And I always clarify one was enough for me. When I had one, it threw me for a loop. Oh yeah. So anyway, so so eight, eight children and how many dogs? Two dogs. And two dogs. Okay. (laughs) So we had to make it a dozen, I guess, total of us. Yeah. So 
So, okay. Well, in, instead of going into, you know, mm-hmm. all the challenges of, mm-hmm. of that, why not, mm-hmm. can you tell us how has coaching helped oh. you in dealing with those challenges? Oh my gosh. And I maybe mean, give like one example or something. I cannot imagine my life without coaching and without a coach. Mm-hmm. I just was saying to my husband yesterday, it's it's crazy for me. It's so fascinating, right? Because probably most people don't have a coach in their life and they see it as this nice to have thing or they don't really know what it is. Yeah. And then once you cross over, you <laughs> realize how vital it is and how much of a key it is to just making your life better and having more perspective and not being stuck and frustrated so often. We still get stuck, right? We still get frustrated. We still experience that. Um, but I would say in particular, one of the biggest things is, you know, anytime we're in a family and we have kids, whether it was, you know, my three biological or my now, you know, eight combined blended, there's always something going on with someone Mm -hmm. that seems to be a frustration a challenge, something, right? There are so many people, so many different emotions, so many different things. And when you have so many moving parts in your life, particularly people, little humans, <laughs> it it can seem very much like your life and your experience of your life is so outside of your control mm-hmm. because we just never know who's going to be in what mood or what problems might come up. Mm-hmm. And so even though... It's not like I navigate this perfectly by any stretch. Having coaching and having a coach and just knowing that everyone else and how everyone else is around me does not have to dictate how I feel or my life is huge. Mm -hmm. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So what would you say, having been a life coach for moms Mm -hmm. and having your own coach and working with so many coaches, yeah, right? Yeah, what would yeah. you say, what's unique or different about someone who coaches moms versus, mm-hmm. you know, someone who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Well, a couple things that come to mind. One is, I think that specific for coaches mm-hmm. who are coaching moms, and this relates to your audience as well, that are moms, that we as coaches have to be aware that too often moms Mm -hmm. don't really think about themselves as having important needs in the family system. Mm -hmm. And so in a way for coaches coaching moms, this is part of what can be a, a barrier to you know getting clients and filling your practice, not only your thoughts as a coach about it, right? But sometimes the mentality, unfortunately, of us as women and moms, like we should just be able to handle this, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, everyone else has needs. I can't really spend the money on me and I should just have this figured out and I should have it together and I should just know how to manage all of this. 100%. That's probably the biggest barrier that I see when I talk to moms is making an investment in themselves. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And the thing about that is it's, when we put it in perspective, it's kind of crazy to think that we think that way. Because if you if you find an Olympic athlete and they're going to have not one, but multiple coaches, people helping them with everything for this big, important moment, mm-hmm. this thing in their life. 
And as women in this space, we're literally raising the next generation. Mm -hmm. We are responsible for taking care of and empowering and raising another human being. Mm -hmm. Physical needs, emotional needs, spiritual, mental, all of it. It's a kind of a crazy undertaking. And to think that we should just like have this figured out and know how to do it. Yeah. Isn't it crazy to think that we, but we all kind of think that way. That's the default. That's the assumption. Right. Well, because it's like people have been mothers for centuries and centuries. And so why can't I figure this out? Like if everybody who came before me could do it, why can't I? Yeah. 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 So in a way, it makes logical sense to think that way. And yet when you step back, it's like, I, I can't think of, I can't think of another role in the world that's more important. There may be some that people could say, you know, well, th- there are things that are probably equally important. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything is more important than raising human beings and helping them to become who they're going to be. It's yeah. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. And so why do you think coaching is a good support for moms versus, you know, I'll just rally, rally my friends together or my family to help. Why, why a coach? Yeah. Well, and first of all, I want to say like to your listeners that are doing that good, right? Because that right there is a huge win and and a victory, like lean on people, create support, Mm -hmm. create community. Um, and I think the difference between that and a coach, and especially I would say there are different types of coaches, Mm -hmm. right. As we know. And so those of you listening, some coaches will be very much about like having a plan of implement these things in your life, in your family, in your household, Mm -hmm. right. Other coaches will be much more maybe in the space of, of, woo-woo, right? There might be more, whatever that means to people. I'm all about woo-woo, but <laughs> I well, know like that... manifestation or, yes. or um, meditation. Like energy work yes. and meditation. Breath work, healing. Yeah. Yes, all of that, right? Mm-hmm. So there could be coaches in that category. And then um, where I really started as a coach, it's definitely evolved, but more cognitive, where it is like mindset, right? Looking at the way you're thinking about things. And my honest opinion is that as you assess, I know I'm getting a little off from, from why a coach is valuable, but, but this really all relates together. You know, when you, as any of you are looking for a coach, I think it's important to really look at a couple of things. First of all, I think all of those different areas that I just mentioned are important mm-hmm. because the truth is that there are maybe some practical things that can be helpful for you. Mm -hmm. and our mindset, the way we think about things is, I mean, it's, it's huge because the way you think about your life creates your experience of life Mm -hmm. and emotion work, energy work, all of that is really important, especially in the mom space, because the reality is that when we're having frustrations with our kids, it's oftentimes hitting on some deeper things going on for us that we don't realize are there. Mm -hmm. So one I would say is um, really understand the type of coach and are they really taking into account the full picture and also kind of understanding who you connect with and relate to, I think is a big thing, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you're with a coach who's very (laughs) woo-woo and you really are wanting more hands-on practical 
it might be useful, but but it might not be a total fit. And you could say the opposite is true, right? If you're really looking for someone that's going to have more of the energy and healing work and someone doesn't do that. So it, it may seem like it goes without saying, but um, but those are important things to consider. And the reason why that is so different than, you know, a friend talking to your mom or a sister or whatever is that first of all, a coach can hold a very different space and show you things from that perspective outside of your life that your friends and family can't see. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's a totally different perspective. It is. It's a totally different perspective. Because we're not attached. We're not in their life on a daily basis. Yes. We don't have so many opinions. Right. We don't Mm -hmm. have so many opinions, which I think allows a really unique space. And on top of that, like when you hire a coach, like when my client hires me, I'm giving them all of my focus. Like my goal is to help them in their life in the most powerful way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I'm with, when you're with a friend or someone giving advice, they're there and they want to be their friend and they want to be there for you. But it's not like they have this piece of them that's dedicated to giving you and helping you in exactly the way you need to move forward. Yeah. So yeah. I think in a way, it's kind of a different energy, a different commitment. And it's just, it's a different skill set altogether. It's, it's a big deal, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do you think makes a good life coach for moms? Oh, I gosh. mean, maybe, I know there's a lot of things, but like, yeah. If you could, like, if you could narrow it down to like three things that a good life coach must have mm-hmm. these, have these must qualities or something. Have these qualities. Yeah. I mean, the biggest one that comes to mind, and this is, I'm obviously biased about this because these are the kind of coaches I like to work with, but a coach that really has coaching at the sort of at the heart of their business and mission. And this is one of my favorite things about the coaches I work with that do serve moms is by and large across the board, they feel so strongly about helping these women in ways they know they're struggling. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's a big part of it. Like what is the intent, you know, behind why this person is there and showing up? I think that's a big deal. Okay. I think also a coach's ability to separate themselves a bit from your personal life because, right, it could also be, oh, I really want to help these women. And so then you might have a coach who maybe, it's a funny thing, like I'm going to say almost gets too emotionally attached, but that makes it seem as if like I or you are emotionally detached, which I think is actually the opposite. Yeah. Right? Like a coach that's very invested and there for you no matter what and and yet willing to be honest and open with you and not feel the need to sort of coddle you. I'm not sure mm. if I'm saying this in a very articulate way. Maybe you can you can help me express what I'm trying to say because I think you know and it's just not quite coming out the way I'd like <laughs> well, it to. Well, I think it's like telling the truth yes. with love and compassion and um, in a way that, you know, it might be hard to hear what we have to say sometimes, but it's always coming from a place of love uh, for our clients and being able to show them something that maybe they didn't, like you said before, didn't know existed. Yes. Um, We're making a connection for them that may be, you know, difficult to acknowledge, but uh, we do it in a way that 
is the most helpful. Yeah, is kind and loving and helpful. And honestly, it almost relates back to the last question, right? Of what makes the difference between a Mm. coach Mm. and relying on, you know, friends or family. And so I think you want to make sure that a coach that you would hire is willing to really be that person that has your back, that's going to love you, see the best in you and really help you move forward out of your challenges and not just be there as someone to kind of commiserate with. Yeah. So yeah, because I, I know a lot of coaches who they, they know, or they, they think they know what it is the client needs to hear, but they're afraid to say it mm-hmm. because they're afraid of the client's reaction. Will the client mm-hmm. be upset with me? Will they, you know, will mm-hmm. they fire me? Mm-hmm. Um, but a good coach is going to tell you that yeah. and know how to do it. Right. Because, yes. and that's one of the things in the, in my advanced certification with coaches in this niche is I think there's a lot of value in in being artful about the way you communicate, just like we all do with our kids, right? We mm-hmm. all know our kids are going to like take things in a different way. And so I think there's an art to that in being a, this is one of the the big things we learn as a mom, right? How do I stand tall as like a strong parental figure and do what my what I know is in my child's best interest, even if they don't like it? And how do I do it in a way that kind of will allow us to still have this relationship. So hopefully now no one's afraid that they're going to have the same relationship with their coach that they do with a child that they're, you know, at odds with. Definitely not saying that, but it's the same thing, right? And so I think a coach who is able and willing to be honest and really um, take the best care of you always means being willing to um, kindly show you what needs to be seen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Was that three things? I think it was. <laughs> well, so, well, yeah, the second one was like brought in about, you know, 10 different things. Oh, it's perfect. So, yeah, okay. yeah. What do you do for self-care? And why do you think that's important for moms? Mm, oh my gosh. Self-care is, I mean, it's everything really. Um, you know, in my book, there there are seven chapters in my book. And the self-care aspect is woven throughout every single one of them. And then I then at the end, it's all about self-care. And what I would say is there are different ways to think about self-care, right? Mm-hmm. And so your listeners right now, those of you listening, you might be thinking about, you know, a pedicure or getting extra rest. Some people are probably having judgmental thoughts like, oh, I should eat better. I should exercise more, right? So I think I think usually when we hear self-care, most people's minds go to a place of all the things they should be doing, but they're not. Mm-hmm. Or their minds go to things like, um, you know, indulgences, things that they might see. Oh, it's just like lazy. It's just kind of doing this thing where I'm not really engaging anything or, you know, some other flavor of it. And my opinion about self-care is it's, it's so much more than that. And yet in some ways, so much simpler than that. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes self-care is simply, what do I really need today in my life to help me feel better, to move forward? Almost really asking yourself what the needs are and then meeting them. Mm -hmm. And I think self-care is less of a 
regimen or routine per se. Now, I certainly do have routines of self-care, but it really is more of a relationship of self-care. Just like Can you say more about what, what you mean by that? Yeah. So for me, I get up early in the morning. That comes very naturally to me. And I work at my best in the morning. You mm-hmm. catch me later in the day, my brain is not working that well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm tired at nighttime, you know, but in the morning, I'm very focused. So I enjoy getting up. I enjoy work, actually doing some work right away in the morning, which for me is part of taking good care of myself and my life because it's a time when my brain's working very clearly for me. And so I mm-hmm. capitalize on that. And then mm-hmm. I like to have downtime at other times in the day. I exercise every single morning, either first thing or right after I've done some work. Um, You know, I'm pretty consistent with my sleep routine. So these are like a few things that are absolutes for me. And within that, going back to this relationship of Mm self-care, it is checking in with yourself to find out what you need, right? When you're having emotions coming up, just a simple check-in, like, putting your hand on your heart and kind of asking, right? Like, what do I really need right now? Mm -hmm. And sometimes the answer might be, I think I need to go for a walk. What peanut butter? (laughs) Peanut butter. That's what I, that's what my brain always offers up. It's so weird. (laughs) You, you must have a nutrient, like a deficiency, like (laughs) nutritionally, right? That must I just love it. it. I just love peanut butter. Well, but here's the thing about that, right? Like in excess, it like, that's a problem. But sometimes there are things we want to do that just bring some enjoyment, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that's, that's it. It's really paying attention to what are my needs emotionally, socially, whatever it is, because sometimes Mm -hmm. self-care simply means I'm going to give myself permission to go out with friends more often or to Mm -hmm. be with people. So well, I have a question about your routines that you mentioned. Like, yeah. has that always come naturally to you to have routines like that in place or uh, or was it something yeah. that you had to work towards? Good question. I would say if left to just my own devices, I um, I never considered myself to be very organized or very orderly. And it's very easy for me to get distracted by a lot of things. I definitely um, struggled with ADD when I was younger. And so for me, the routines became a way of keeping myself on track and keeping myself focused. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, because when I, I could yeah. hear my listeners, you know, in my mind, yeah, like yeah. beating themselves up, listening to you talk about your routines. And, yeah. and like you said before, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Look, she's doing it. Why can't right, I? Right, right, yeah. right. No wonder she must be really successful because she's yeah. doing this. And if I could just do this, then. Yeah. But but here's the thing about it is, honestly, is my routines, in a way, I feel kind of lucky. I do. I think I feel really lucky that I struggled with ADD. Mm-hmm. I feel really lucky that my body and my brain is so sensitive because it kind of is. And if I get off track with my sleep, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. I will get headaches, mm-hmm. you know? And if I don't get up and and get to work, then it's hard for me to get into my work day. And so it's almost like 
these these things that seem very disciplined, and certainly there's an element of discipline, but I just, I want to feel good. I want my life to be good. And I know these are the things that I need to do mm-hmm. if I want if I want to feel good and for things to run well in my life, in my brain and my emotions. So yeah. Yeah. And yeah. can coaching help with that sort of thing? Oh, for the moms 100%, listening. A hundred percent. And to me, good coaching on that wouldn't mean, well, let's set this routine and have this plan. And then we're just going to, you know, just beat this plan till until we, mm-hmm. you know, beat it in our head until we get it figured out. But to me, powerful coaching is realizing, yeah, okay, when I step back and I take a look at the big picture of my life, these are the places that I'm being challenged. And what are the solutions to these? And really, you know, helping your clients and these women listening to be able to open up and and understand what they really desire in their life. And that's when those actions and those changes, I think, naturally follow. Mm-hmm. When we're so clear on what we want and what needs to happen, those actions fall into place instead of it being a, you know, a um, mm-hmm. beat my head against the wall and beat myself down until I can be better at life and better at all these, you know, all this discipline. Yeah. So, yeah. That's a great distinction. Yeah. So tell us more about this advanced training certification that you're offering. Yeah. Um, and why you decided to do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm so excited about it. And just, I will clarify, it is again for coaches who are certified. So I'm guessing this won't relate to your audience per se, but I think talking about it and, you know, all of you listening as moms, I guess I just want to like give a shout out to all of you because the reason I want to do this certification for coaches is because helping all of you in your life, it really matters. Like the challenges that all of you experience every single day, thinking you're a bad mom, thinking you should be doing more, kids not listening, kids with maybe disorders or challenges that you never anticipated that you don't know how to handle. All of those things, it's a big deal. And I know it impacts all of you. And I just believe that we as women and as moms have the potential to have a really powerful, positive impact mm-hmm. in the world. And I feel personally that we don't, I don't believe we give women and motherhood enough credit. And I don't think we make as big a deal about how awesome it is as we should. I think we give more accolades for looking young Hmm. or losing weight Mm -hmm. or making money or whatever it is. Yeah. And so I guess for me, part of this is saying this mission that these coaches feel inside of them that they want to help women, it matters because these women matter Mm -hmm. and what you're doing matters. And so that's really what's behind it for me. And I... I love helping coaches with mastering, you know, their skills. I've trained master coaches, I've certified coaches, and I I see such a difference between coaches who learn skills mm-hmm. and really those who are able to master that art of coaching, which I think is really about helping people at a deep emotional level. So I just want to help these coaches be way better at doing what they're doing because 
your audience matters and you're you're doing a lot. I love your passion. I love your purpose. You trained me as a master coach. Yeah. I can't think of anyone better to take this on and to help coaches be the best coaches that they can be for all of the moms so that the moms can be the best that they can be. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Perfect, perfect match. Yes. Thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to impart? You know, I would just say all of you listening, my guess is you're probably doing way better than you think. Mm -hmm. You're probably doing way more than you realize. And I guess my hope is just that you will give yourself so much space and grace to realize that being a mom is hard. Life is hard. (laughs) And we're all going to make so many mistakes all the time. And we all have different challenges. And none of the ways that you don't do what you wish you would would have, or you think you mess up, or you make a mistake, none of them really have anything to do with who you are. And they're not a big deal. And you can always do something different tomorrow and the next day. Love it. So thank you. Um, Thanks for having me. Of course, I'm going to link to your book in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. The Happy Mom Mindset. There's a book and a workbook that goes along with it. Yes. Both are incredible. And um, and then if there are some coaches out there listening, yeah. we'll link to your advanced certification program as well. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, anyone can find me at mollyclair.com. And yeah, the book is available on Amazon. And I just appreciate being here. So thank you so much. Thank you, Molly. Awesome. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.